Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this wonderful and uh, fabulous uh, Friday morning. It's uh, wet and cold out there, so I apologize. And I equally apologize for uh, the delay. I'm having some technical difficulties. Can't figure out as to why uh, this is not streaming out on uh, the church website. So I don't know what's going on, why it's not wanting to cooperate this morning. It's a pain in the derriere sometimes and uh, cannot figure out why everything's been working so good and for whatever reason it's not wanting to go out this morning on the uh, on the church website good morning ed and verda and darlene so i am um, so i'm sorry like i said i was uh, ready to go at normal time and i thought maybe i could restart the computer and get it going but unfortunately um, it was going to work that way so, <laughs> so i apologize uh, for that and uh, give me just a second here to get this uh, posted on my uh, other pages and uh, sites and so we can everybody can join in this morning like they normally do and hate it when they have technical difficulties it makes it uh, frustrating and because uh, you know everything's been running so smoothly here lately it really has and uh, particularly on the website it's just disappointing when it don't uh, 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 it's having a snow delay, yeah. <laughs> there you go, Jim. Apparently, I wanted to sleep in this morning. So, uh, unfortunately, you get to get to see a close-up of my uh, fat face, and uh, that uh, doesn't uh, nauseate you for breakfast. I don't know what will. So, <laughs> but uh, uh, you know, we um, uh, trying to think how I can do this here with the Pledge of Allegiance because uh, I didn't go through my normal programming like I normally do uh, to do this. Um, let me think here. That'd be the best way. I know what I could do. Let me see here. Let's see why this wouldn't work. Hold on one second here. We'll get this. Uh, drag this over here. Okay. Hold on here. Give me just a second. We'll do our pledge of allegiance. So. Okay. Hold on here. <laughs> And still put it up on the other screen. That's, that's that's par for the course, apparently. But uh, here we go. Just not not my day today. But here, see, we do like this. So there we go. There we go. Better than nothing. So let us stand. Let's do our pledge of allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. All right, praise the Lord for uh, that we have the ability to uh, to do that uh, this morning and uh, to be able to say that pledge. We do live in the best country in the world, and uh, Lord, I better be careful. <laughs> I try not to get into politics unless I just have to, and uh, I uh, struggling. <laughs> really struggling we need to definitely pray for our country that's for sure and uh it's not looking good uh for us uh right now but as i said before there ain't nothing more going on that god is uh you know god's got everything uh preordained how it's going to happen and what's going to go down and i know people worried about your kids but if you're a christian if you know jesus christ your personal lord and savior there is no reason uh to uh to, to worry uh, about your uh, uh, children because you know that God's got this and he's going to take care of this and uh, it's all uh, all good to go it's all all jiggy man 
and uh, as, as my dad would say, and uh, hold on, get over here. There you go. I don't know what case you wonder what I'm doing. I'm still trying to bar broadcast on the uh, website. Um, I don't know if it's making any difference or not, but just in case. But um, yeah, you know, we got to uh, just pray for our country right now. You know, it's all the thing we can do. Uh, and don't let our anxiety and our temper get the best of us. Uh, we still need to show the character of a Christian, and uh, you know, and it takes a real man, it takes a real woman, you know, uh, to uh, to be uh, uh, to do what's right and withhold that kind of anger. And um, you know, I, of course, I'm showing my nerdy side, my geeky side. But, uh, you know, you look at Star Wars, and, uh, of course, the, you have the, the evil emperor, and uh, he's telling Anakin that uh, anger gives him strength, that uh, gives him power. You know, and I think some, you know, of course, you see the Incredible Hulk, you know, when he gets mad and angry, you know, he becomes very powerful. And I think sometimes we, we feel, uh, when we're enraged, that perhaps it gives, it, we, we feel that it's um, giving us a certain amount of, of power, but it's actually quite the opposite. Uh, it weakens you uh, because uh, uh, what does God's word say? That uh, those who can control—of course, I'm paraphrasing—that uh, uh, you know, you're, you're, it's, you're for a man who can control his temper. Again, a second, I'm half asleep this morning. Uh, who can control his temper uh, and uh, is, is is like a strong uh, uh, fortress, you know, and uh, and is, is better than. Uh, a leader, or a king, rather, and I'm sorry, I'm stumbling around bad this morning, I apologize, and uh, it is, uh, you know, God's Word time and time again talks about our anger and our temper, and how much stronger it is for a man to withhold his tongue and to hold back, and because this is on my mind yesterday, because I was just very, just, you know, I had to go to town and run some errands, and just really, I'm just angry with everything that's going on right now. And uh, for whatever reason, those scenarios popped in my head about uh, uh, Star Wars and uh, what God's Word says. You know, it doesn't give you strength. What shows character and what shows strength is somebody who can withhold their tongue, somebody who can withhold their anger, somebody that can uh, show humility. And I wish I could say that I've always done that. You know, when, when, uh, and you may hear me repeat some of this again Sunday morning because I'll be talking about reputation, character, integrity. And, uh, you know, I've, I've hurt uh, my reputation and um, character uh, with social media uh, by losing my temper with people and uh, and I regret that, I really do. Uh, the intention behind a lot of my actions were sincere but you know as the old saying goes you can be sincere but you can be sincerely wrong and uh, then it was not showing uh, the attitude of an elder uh, as described that in, uh, in Timothy and that's one of the one of the, one of the uh, aspects of a uh, pastor is um, to withhold, not to be quick tempered, and that's uh, easy to do because everybody's got a short fuse right now. It's easy to do with everything going on uh, to have that quick temper, and we want to just cool it. You know, that's just all it boils down to. Yeah, Ed said, don't turn to the dark side. Don't worry about that. Uh, I, uh, I'm married, Ed. I'm already in the dark side. So. <laughs> Uh, she's watching this. I'm a dead man. But anyway, <laughs> uh, so, you know, it is uh, important right now, guys, and uh, just be careful. And, and and I say this, and it's probably more so because I do have kids who are young drivers. And right now, there's a lot of kids out there that uh, um, 
or I'm sorry, I'm trying to read what Ed's saying at the same time as I talk. Uh, you know, there's a lot of kids out there. They're, they're learning to drive. They're inexperienced. They're bad about pulling out in front of you, and uh, uh, you know they misjudge things. Don't lose your temper. Same thing with elderly people. Just let it go, guys. It's not worth losing. You know, because the reason why I say this because we're mad about all these other things, and so it's like a matchstick to ignite your temper with something silly and simple. And you know, we all know there are jerks out there who purposely pull out in front of you and go two miles an hour just to be smart, Alex. It makes me angry. I want to pull them out through the window and uh, do a laying on of hands. <laughs> you know, so you know, it, it, I understand, but try to be really careful. So I worry about my kids out there because I tell them, I said, "Listen, guys, the world's gone mad." All right, and I said, if "Somebody starts getting nasty, pull over, let them go on. If they don't, then call the cops and just let them handle it." You know, or and if they heaven forbid get out and uh, say anything to my kids. I'll be starting a prison ministry. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, uh, let's go ahead and look at Ephesians chapter 2, verse 13. And again, I apologize for the lack of slides this morning. I have some technical difficulties, but uh, Ephesians 2, 13 says, But now in Christ Jesus, ye who sometimes were far off are made, high, made nigh by the blood of Christ. You know, it is uh, sometimes we need to remember and, um, you know, in fact, you can even look up here in verse 11, it says, Wherefore, remember, and whenever you see that, uh, that is a, a warning uh, that is given. And uh, it is something that we need to um, uh, be, to recall who we are as Christians, okay? Uh, the fact that, um, I had something wrong there, uh, that um, uh, we are sinners saved by grace, Okay. And, uh, you know, of course, obviously, you can't say that unless you're a born-again Christian, that you are a sinner saved by grace of God. And uh, and we all are. We are all sinners. I don't care what anybody says in this world. If they say anything to the contrary, they are liars, all right? We are all sinners. We are all deserving of hell. Every single one of us deserve hell. But let us remember, all right, to uh, that we don't forget and take advantage of God's mercy and God's grace. It's so easy to justify sin by saying, well, I know that God forgives me. I know his grace is sufficient. And those uh, aspects are true. Uh, however, it's so easy to justify sin and saying, well, I know God's going to forgive me and just go on and be kind of flippant about it. And uh, we need to be very careful. And uh, you know, although our past has been nailed to the cross, that's one thing that um, Paul is, is hitting on here in Ephesians. Even though uh, those sins have been forgiven, sometimes we need to remember where we came from. Uh, you know, sometimes we can get a little bit haughty uh, in our actions and thoughts and attitudes towards those in the world. Don't forget where you come from. You know, it's kind of the, the old Southern saying, don't, don't get above your raisin, you know. And uh, I'm not talking about a uh, uh, the little shriveled up grapes, all right. <laughs> what I say <laughs> it is, uh, you're, for those who are up north watching, don't get above your raising, okay. <laughs> so and uh, so it is, uh, uh, you know, don't don't get too haughty. And uh, you know, it, I was thinking about that uh, this morning a little bit. Uh, we need to show patience towards other people, and I. Patience is the last thing you want to pray for. I'm telling you that right now. That's the last thing you want to pray for. And uh, it's hard to show patience towards other people. But, you know, when you look at God's example of patience, 
you know, I was, I was reading, um, starting back over uh, reading uh, Bible in a year, and uh, of course today's uh, reading it was in regards to Sodom and Gomorrah, and uh, but the one part, you know, that's one thing I was talking about. I love about God's Word is that you always are learning something new. You're always, uh, yeah, so there may be something the Lord may reveal to you, maybe you didn't pay attention to before. And uh, but something that really stood out to me this morning was the fact that here God's going to say, you know, here He is the Creator. He don't have to ask permission to do anything. He can do whatever He wants to do. Uh, but Abraham's talking to God, and he's saying, "Please don't destroy Sodom uh, for the sake of." <laughs> uh, obviously, my dog had to go outside to go to the bathroom. I apologize. That's my alarm going off. But um, he had to. Uh, um, he was asking God, you know, hey, for the sake of the 50, will you not destroy Sodom? Uh, for the sake of the 30, for the sake of the 20, for the sake of 10 righteous people, would you not destroy Sodom? And the point that, that really stood out to me in this, uh, in this interaction, was God's patience. You know, God, you know, here Abraham kept coming back. Well, uh, for the sake of this many, will you not destroy it? For the sake of this many, will you not destroy it? You know, and God could have got frustrated and said, listen, I am God Almighty. I am the Creator. If I wanted to, to destroy this whole world and rebuild it, I have the ability to do so. But no, what does God do? He is patient. He is kind, and he he, he lets Abraham uh, express himself and and uh, and and allows that conversation to continue and not get frustrated. You know, and so for those in the world, by God's example, now trust me, I know, I understand the frustration. Uh, particularly, when you're dealing with progressive liberals uh, out in the world. When you're dealing with uh, you know socialist agendas, uh, when you're doing with anti, you know ungodly things, uh, particularly the uh, the attack on the sanctity of marriage, uh, uh, dealing with uh, killing of the unborn. Right? Well, used to be the unborn, and has escalated to the point of allowing a child to be born and then set outside the womb, and the choice still decide to die. and complete evil, evil that's going on out there. So, you know, uh, but my point is, you know, uh, as far as agendas go, yeah, you know, we need to be angry, we need to be upset, uh, we need to fight against those things. But I'm talking about individuals. You know, we, uh, though there's a lot of people, there's a lot of people in the world, you know, we, we have the advantage. There's a lot of people in this area, well, used to be, uh, that were, who grew up in the Bible Belt and have a general knowledge of Scripture. Used to be. But the way the world is today, there's still a, a lot of people who have never darkened the doorsteps of a church, never opened up a Bible, have never had any kind of uh, uh, interaction with Christianity at all. And, uh, and just fact, like I, I, I said this from the pulpit here just here recently, my wife and I, sometimes I go with her, she goes in the spring and summer to yard sales, which I hate and despise with a passion. I just, uh, you know, I'll tell my wife, I've got enough junk, we don't want somebody else's, <laughs> she likes to go and look. And, uh, and every now and then I'll go and drink my coffee and let her get out and do what she's going to do and sit in the car. Well, this one particular day we got out and um, the uh, uh, woman, we invited her to the church and, uh, and she said, yeah, I need to bring my child to the church. She said that uh, uh, I've never took her to church before. I'm like, wow, man, that's crazy, you know. So we got a lot of people out there who have no clue. So we need to be patient as Christians talking to these individuals about the love of Jesus Christ and expressing and helping them to understand what it means to be a born-again Christian. 
You know, it is, uh, there was an illustration uh, that I was reading earlier uh, talking about um, there was a, um, I don't know, say, uh, I was like during the Victorian age, if you will, uh, a man of prestige uh, who was in government, uh, was in the public square, and a, a gentleman approached him, and uh, he said that how his family had took everything that he had, uh, all of his, his fortune, uh, his home, and had him committed to a uh, loony bin, you know, for lack of a better word, and uh, and said that uh, uh, he gave him papers, and he told this uh, this man who was in government uh, to see what he could do to reverse his circumstances. And as the man started to walk away and look at the papers, all of a sudden he felt a swift kick in the rear end, hit him so hard, about knocked him down. And that guy said, "Don't forget," you know. And the point of the of, of that is is that sometimes we need, a, as Christians, a swift kick in the backside sometimes and to uh, to get our heads out of the uh, proverbial areas of our anatomy uh, sometimes it tends to get into. And uh, we need to you know, realize that we live in a fallen world. And uh, well, we need to uh, swift kick in the pants to remember our time in this world is short. We need to remember we're going to be standing for God in judgment. We need to remember we need to be on fire. Remember, we don't need to be lukewarm. We need to be on fire. And we need to be spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ to all those who will listen, particularly in these last days, that we're going out into the high roads and the low roads and the highways, byways, wherever God puts you, that we are trying to demonstrate a love of Christ, that we're trying to be a witness to the world. And that can be done in, in just your very actions, how you respond to certain situations, how you react on social media, whatever it may be, that, uh, you know, to be that light of the world, to help somebody understand what it means to be born again spiritually, what it means to understand Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Now, I know I read, I read a lot of uh, A.W. Tozer, and uh, and I, uh, I just like a lot of his, his writings. But I like what he said here in regards to what we're discussing this morning. Uh, it says, when we say to an unbelieving man, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, we're actually saying to him, believe on the one who sustains you and upholds you and who has given you life. Believe in the one who pities you and spares you and keeps you. Believe on the one out of whom you came. You know, so we have God's grace, uh, God's mercy, that he withholds as much wickedness as he does. And because, uh, trust me, the world could be a whole lot worse, believe it or not. It could actually be a whole lot worse than what it is. But we are that light. All right? And remember, the world hates the light. And, and you know, Jesus never should go. And he said, hey, they hated me before they hated you. So it's not going to be no surprise uh, with uh, the state of current affairs that, uh, that more than likely churches, pastors, or Christians are going to come under uh, condemnation. And they are going to uh, want to silence us because we stand for and represent everything they hate and despise. I mean, it's just all it boils down to. And uh, my sister in Christ, Eileen, says we also need to remember that God planned for us to be alive in this world at this time. Why did he chose us for a time now? Discover and know what his purpose is for you and go out and fulfill that purpose for his glory. Well said, Miss Eileen. She's a very intelligent uh, young lady and thank the world of her and uh, she's a dear friend and sister in Christ. Yeah, you know, we need to uh, uh, understand, you know, God did places in this time, place in history for a reason. I've always wanted to, to live in the Old West, you know, uh, be a fast 
gunslinging preacher. <laughs> That'd be a lot of fun. I may sound like an oxymoron, but uh, that would always been fun. However, I wouldn't want to, wanted to have to go to the hospital or had health care during that time period. So that, that's the only kind of drawback there, that and disease and famine and, uh, you know, well, anyway, <laughs> you get my drift. But, uh, uh, so yeah, you know, God placed in this time, place in history for a reason. And uh, let's understand that and let us be used for his glory. And, uh, you know, it is, uh, it's easy to let the darkness, uh, the bad of what's going on to consume us. And I'll focus on the good of what God has us here for. Remember, guys, you know, what's going on? God is in control. Just, you want to have to just let it go. God is in control. And, uh, you know, like I said yesterday, getting mad and getting upset ain't going to change a thing. You get mad and go home and scream your head off. It ain't going to change the circumstances one way at all. So, uh, you know, let's give this day to the Lord. And, uh, and it is, uh, and Ed says, remember what we see in the physical world is just an overflow of what is happening in the spiritual world. Yeah, all the bad and evil and disgusting things we see physically is what God sees spiritually. So, you know, let's use this day, all right? You know, a lot of people, when you're dealing with, uh, uh, maybe you're dealing with depression, maybe you're dealing with anger, maybe you're dealing with addiction, maybe you're dealing with a lot of things that uh, a lot of people may not even understand. And it may feel like sometimes somebody just hits you so hard it's knocked the air out of your lungs. And all that I can tell you is give it to the Lord. And I thought to give a pat answer, you know, I would give it to the Lord. And take each day as it comes. Now, remember, God's going to promise us tomorrow. So just take today, live today for the Lord. Give it your all. Give it your your everything. As if it were your last day on this earth, give your all to Jesus today. And uh, you can hear my dog barking in there. He's saying amen. But, uh, uh, you know, so just live today. Just concentrate on today. And if God blesses you with another day tomorrow, focus on that. Instead of focusing on the pain, the, the hate, the bitterness, Focusing on all these things, let's focus on the things of Christ. Whatever is lovely, whatever is true, whatever is pure, focus on these things. Look at Philippians 4, uh, particularly in uh, verse 8. Uh, look at those things. Those are the things we need to concentrate on. Those are the things we need to focus on. And remember, if God is for us, who can be against us? What can man do to me? I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Let's give it to the Lord today. Let us serve him well. So. And I like what Darlene says, before you react, count to five, J-E-S-U-S. -S. And uh, you're right on, sister. So she's a wonderful lady, and it really helps us out a lot at the church. So let's go ahead and have a word of prayer. Therefore, Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. Uh, Lord, thank you so much for this wonderful day. Lord, help us on this spiritual journey. Lord, help us not to think too highly of ourselves. And let's not take for granted that people know who you are. Let us be a witness. Let us uh, go out and tell others about you. Let us be used for your good work and will. Let us be used as a, a tool in your toolbox, a weapon in your arsenal. Help us, Lord Jesus, to serve you daily. And when we mess up, let us look up. Let us put our hand in the nail-scarred hand. Keep pushing forward and keep fighting. Lord, for anyone this morning that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill with your Holy Spirit. Lord, I do pray for this nation, and I pray that you'll touch the hearts and minds and, uh, the, before it's too late that uh, people will come to know you. Uh, Lord, I do pray for the hearts of Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, even though I, I have 
nothing for them, Lord. <laughs> I know that it is our responsibility as Christians to pray for these individuals, pray for their hearts, that they'll come to know you and uh, others like them that is in our government. And as hard as it is to pray for people we don't like, we've got to do that, Lord. And Lord, I do want to lift up our sister in Christ, Kim Penix, Wendy Lee, Ginger Hood. I do want to pray for our brother in Christ, uh, Ron Thompson and uh, Troy uh, Hood and uh, David Feathers, Linda Feathers and uh, Jane Kitchings and uh, so many who are battling with the COVID virus, uh, those who are dealing with loss. Lord, I pray you touch their hearts and minds. Be with their brother in Christ, Jerry Keller, bring healing upon him. Lord, I just pray that you'll be with us today and let us be a witness for you and do all to the glory of God. In Jesus' name I pray. Well, I appreciate all you guys and gals for watching this morning and tuning in. Again, I apologize for the delay and I uh, don't know why I was having some difficulties with the church website this morning. I haven't had any since we implemented this. Uh, uh, we went through, through a new a, uh, I don't know, new company, new server, or whatever you want to call it, and had any problems. So I don't know why today is what to, to be aggravating. But uh, uh, oh well, praise God, we was able to find a way to get through uh, and do and present God's word nonetheless. Uh, like I say, uh, if you haven't already, uh, go to the Duncan Chronicles podcast on Apple iTunes, free of charge, audio only. Listen to all these devotions, sermons as you're going out and about your day to day. And uh, and if you would like to share these devotions, obviously you can do so here on social media. And uh, if, uh, if your friends and family don't do uh, social media, they can always go to our website at flbconline.com. And normally they can watch. So, But uh, uh, thank you, Darlene. That's sweet of you. But, uh, uh, but I hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day, and remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching. God bless.